Five, four, three, two, one, right. Hello, children. Welcome to episode four of the On My Dime, On Your Time podcast, featuring me and my conversation with Sierra Parker. She's another fashion YouTuber. She's based in New York. She's very interested in self-development, which is something that you wouldn't gather from her videos. And I think this is a really great episode. I'm really enjoying making these episodes for you guys. We have a lot of good ones coming. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but I got a professional athlete for the next one. So if that sounds interesting to you, stay tuned and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, how are you? Hey. What's up? What's up? Nothing, man. Just just, just chilling. Um, how have you been in this whole like quarantine pandemic type thing? Uh, how have I been? I have just been trying to just keep afloat stay busy somehow doing something because I mean I got laid off like most people so yeah I I definitely felt like I needed to come up with a routine to like get through this pandemic otherwise I feel like you just lay up and just think about the conditions the 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 uh, condition of the world right now which is kind of messed up man but you got to get through it and uh, I feel like the best way is to just keep a positive mindset and have a routine absolutely that's how I'm doing Uh, like What's your morning routine right now? Like, uh, my morning routine. Um, I kind of have a routine slash don't have a routine. Sometimes I wake up at ten a.m. Sometimes I wake up at like I'll get out of bed at like twelve p.m. Like it just all depends. I don't really have a, a schedule. I feel like as long as I get done what I need to get done for the day, that's all that really matters. Like I don't really put a strain or you know any type of strain or like routine. In um, uh, well I just said I had a routine right, but. I I mean, I do, like I said, I just get done what I have to get done. That's just the main thing that's on my mind. I don't really say I have to do it by this time, but I'm just like, dude, you have to do this, this, this today, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just so that I can feel fulfilled um, with my day. But yeah, I don't really have a routine. (laughs) Just Uh, do what I got to do. Do you think others could benefit from like establishing a routine, even when there's like not really a strict guideline on things to follow for the day, like like for the quarantine and stuff like that? Um, I feel like you just need to really self-analyze, which I feel like a lot of us have done over this quarantine to figure out what works for you. Because I mean, you really think to yourself and just dig deep, you know, like what you really, really need. So I feel like if you feel like a routine works for you, like a set time throughout the day works for you, then do that. Whatever makes you feel fulfilled and accomplished um, throughout your day. I feel like just go with it. Awesome. Uh, how do you maintain, how did you maintain like a work-life balance from working from home? Because I know like a lot of people, like including myself, have been struggling with that because you're like at home all day. It's really hard for me at least to study from home, like from my bedroom or from like this like basement where I'm at right now. Like how, how, would, how did you find like, like, like the work-life balance thing changing as you were like work from home? Mm. Uh, again, I feel like it's mind over matter in that type, type of situation. Like, um, Wait, wait, you said, how did I, how did I balance both like work yeah. life yeah. and like fun life mm-hmm. or just like work, like, like, cause you're like, you're working from home. Right. So it's like a different yeah. dynamic than going to the office and stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how did I, 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 it didn't take me, I love what I do first off. Mm-hmm. I love that what I do. So I don't really look at it as like work even really. Um, again, I don't really have a schedule. I get done what I have to do for the day. I, I dance, I, I dance for an hour sometimes, like, 
I, I love um, working from home, but how anyone else could balance work life at home, I would just say, it, it depends on what type of job you have. Like I, right now, my job is being a YouTuber. So like it's super chill, super relaxed. I can upload a video whenever I want to. Um, but obviously being consistent gets you where you want to go with YouTube. But um, if you have like some type of like corporate job or a job like that, where it's like nine to five, but at home, I don't really know about that because I like never done that. I've never really worked like a steady nine to five. I've really only done like retail, but I'd say I've talked to a couple of people who work in like um, business settings and they say that the best thing is to like get up and like put on your suit or whatever for the day, wash your face, whatever, put your hair back. I would say you don't want to sit in your pajamas because that will put you in that type of mindset, like in your pajamas all day. So I would just say, yeah, work from home. You just got to treat it, treat it like a job. And your job was super, super strict. Try to be super strict at home too. So then you will, uh, I feel like differentiate chill with, and you, you, you will be forced to differentiate work life with fun life because once you put on your suit, you know you're going to work. But when you put on your joggers, it's like, okay, this chill time. But yeah, you got to be strict with yourself, I guess. With regards to YouTube and stuff, because that's like your full-time job, do you find it like, well, I know you love your job, obviously, but did you find it harder like to transition into doing it full-time to have the same drive as you did when working in retail or with like a more conventional job, as it were? Hmm. So I've always wanted to do YouTube full-time ever since I had a YouTube channel. I'm like, damn, I wish I could do this full-time. But when I work in retail, like I will work for, I will work full time, so I will work forty hours a week, and I will find that, of course, when I get home, I'm tired. I just want to Netflix and go to bed, <laughs> or you know, maybe think about doing a video, but then it's just, it just seems like so much energy, and it's just like I don't really have that after standing on my feet for eight hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I would say, wait, working. You say working full time as a YouTuber. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love it. Like I saw in one of your videos that you were working on changing your mindset towards like events that could like are unexpected that you could perceive in like a negative light and changing your paradigm to look at them from more of a positive light. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you realize that that was something that you needed to work on as a person? And when did you start like seeing the benefits of making that paradigm shift in your life? Uh, I feel like year by year, day by day, I'm always thinking like, how can I better myself? How can I go about situations differently? And I feel like it, it is especially, I especially notice it when I like do lash out about something stupid or just am down about something cra- like stupid. Like I just lost my passport and oh, that like, yeah, I was coming back from Chicago and I lost my passport and that like really got me down. Cause I'm like, I'm 26 now. Like I should be able to keep up with the freaking passport. Like that really got me down. Cause I'm like, I thought I was maturing, but sometimes you're too hard on yourself. Like, yeah, like shit happens, you know, like, yeah. it happens to the best of us. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, that we were talking about positive thinking. Um, so yeah, with that being said, like I said, I, I try to grow day by day. Just so I, I was thinking about that situation today, like, yo, you can't change anything that can't be, you know, fixed and that is out of your jurisdiction. Like, I can't, you know, get my passport back. So I had to, you know, move on from that. But that's just like a small situation. And I, I have come to find that your mindset is just everything. Like if you keep a positive mindset and you um just keep good vibes around you good energy around you good people around you like 
you will have a better life. And I feel like we don't have much time on this earth. I lost my father when he was 37 and that just really put everything into perspective for me. Like, man, I really want to live a fulfilled life. The, you know, I really want to just choose to be happy every day other than as opposed to, you know, negative thinking or just having a bad day. Like I want to have a good day every day. And with me having a good day, you know, I guess I do have sort of a routine because I get up and I put on clothes every day. I put my jewelry on every day. And sometimes I literally do not leave the house, but it makes me happy. So that's why I do it. And I feel like everybody should just find out what makes them happy. I don't give a fuck if it's like the stupidest thing ever. Like if it makes you happy, do it, do it. Cause you know, well, what's the name? See, I think Dave Chappelle, or it was some comedian was just like, you have like 70 summers on this earth. Like when you think about that, it's like, damn, that's so true. Like you gotta be happy. You gotta be happy. You gotta spread love. You gotta spread positivity to people because also if you, you know, walk around with this bad aura, bad vibe about you, like people don't want to be around you, you know, like it's just best to spread love. Are you familiar with stoicism in any way? Because you have some of those practices that you do, like with like, kind of like zooming out and realize like, you're not going to be around for very long. So might as well make the most of it type thing. So like, are you familiar with that philosophy in any way or? No, I mean, I've read a couple of books. I know that's one of your questions. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I've read a couple of books that, um, yeah, just changed my like overall thinking. I love like self-help books and things like that. Like people might make fun of them, but it'd be like real facts in there that really make you, you think. And uh, yeah, it's different when you, when it's like put, put at you in, in a factual form, like, you know, you can't argue that. Tell me about some of the books you've read, like within this field, anything, honestly. Um, I've read The Four Agreements. That's like the first book I feel like that I read that like really changed my um, thinking. Have you ever read it? No, I haven't. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't. Who's the author? Uh, Dom Miguel Ruiz. Never heard of it. Oh my gosh. Life-changing, super easy read. And he just talks about agreements that you should have for yourself. Like you shouldn't gossip. Um, you shouldn't like force relationships on, you know, on yourself or onto others. Like if you're a cat, you should hang with cats. And if you're a dog, you should hang with dogs. Not in like a female, male, but I just use those two animals just to um, get the point across. But uh, yeah, that book was like my first self-help book or just first like opening of my mind. And uh, I think one of them too is like, you shouldn't judge people. Like I don't judge anybody. Like I don't, that's one thing that I can say about myself. And also I don't like being around people that's like super judgmental because again, whatever makes you happy, do that shit. And if anybody got a problem with it, then that's, that's on them. Um, and then I just read this book too, Think Like a Freak. You heard about that one? I haven't heard of that one either. That sounds really interesting though, just from the title. Yeah, I was like walking through one of these streets in New York and people like leave their leave books outside and I just picked it up. Wow. But, um, yeah, that one was really good. It just, it's about like um, not overanalyzing anything. Like it's better to just think about things in like the simplest way and then problem, I mean, the solutions will arise. Like um, they talk about how like uh, a lot of people have the problem of just like really overthinking things like especially I feel like we're creative too like we try to get too creative sometimes and then it just comes off super forced and uh, not authentic so uh, yeah the think like a freak book he uh, they talk about like if you 
if a, like if a problem arises, just like think about that problem. And then, you know, just really, I guess you have to be in a, like, almost like a meditative state as well too, because you just have to really open your mind, just think about that issue, that whatever you need um, a solution to, and just uh, think about the solutions in the simplest way as well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I really like that. I'm yeah. gonna pick up that book, honestly. <laughs> Sounds really good. I would definitely, definitely know four agreements because it's only like a hundred pages, I think. Oh, beauty. Awesome. I'll link that in the show notes on Amazon as well, just for like the viewers, if they're interested. Yeah. Awesome. Would, would you say that's like the latest book you've read that's like impacted your life positively or? Yeah. Um, yes. And then I'm reading this one book too, that I don't remember the name of, <laughs> but it, it's about like learning how to speak in social situations or just okay. like knowing how and when to like speak up because I'm like really socially awkward. <laughs> which I don't think people would even gather from like looking at my Instagram or looking at my YouTube but like I'm usually just with my partner Connor or I'm just like at home where of course that's where you're you're most comfortable you're most vulnerable whatever but around other people I don't know I just like clam up for some reason sometimes mm-hmm. and uh yeah so that that one is just about like navigating like social situations so that's what I'm trying to do right now awesome like Especially with like pod, doing like podcasts and you know stuff like this, yeah. What got you into like self development, the whole like mindset, like improving your mindset type thing? Because that's like it's becoming like a growing thing. But like, what got you interested in it? Who got me interested in it? I feel like my the circumstance that I grew up under. Uh, not saying that it was like terrible, but I mean, I have ups and downs just like anybody yeah. uh, from your childhood. And it just, I feel like some people in my family was just like really like closed-minded and kind of like looked at me as like an outcast and like weird because I like certain things or like wore certain things. And I, I just really didn't like that. And it also made me look at myself and feel down on myself because others were just criticizing me so hard and it was just like my family so like that made me feel some type of way and it just honestly made me feel like I was weird ugly like something was wrong with me like people will get in your head like you have you can't let people get in your head and I I don't know what 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 I really came across or just what provoked that, that type of thinking but I was just like man like f what people say like dude this is my life this is my story <laughs> and I'm a like direct it however I want to direct it and people that like it flow with it cool people that don't like yeah awesome describe your like your style progression like during your time at YouTube though like because like your style is very distinct and it's very like you're not following trends or dressing like anybody else it's very you so how did you reach that point I guess with with my age and with me maturing as a person, I found that I don't really fit into any box and I'm just gonna wear what I like, what I feel good in and uh, go with that type of flow. I try not to, and not saying that I'm not even influenced by like certain people I am, but what I've learned is I will unfollow people that I feel like I kinda am trying to like jock their style a little bit because I again wanna stay true to myself. But you know, the, the you know, you get weak a little bit, you're, you're um, your creative thinking, I guess. And sometimes you have to like look to others for inspiration, but 
yeah, if I find myself being too, too inspired, I'm like, hell no, I don't follow you. <laughs> um, also with working in retail too, like I've worked about, damn, like seven or eight retail jobs and over the course of like five years. And I would say too, with the jobs that I work, I find that it kind of has um, an effect on how I dress. Like, I feel like when I was working at Diane Von Furstenberg, for instance, I was really into like more feminine silhouettes and like really frilly girly things. But I, I guess I always still kept this like hardness, this like, um, or like a grungy type of a feel to me because I, I've always been um, attracted to like more masculine type styles and more masculine clothes. So like I've always been the type of person to wear like something like really oversized, but yeah, I would say my the progression um, goes with the jobs that I've I've worked. But one job that just really changed my everything, I would say, is Etro. I'm so grateful to have worked at that damn job. Like, I feel like I say this so much on my YouTube, but it, it literally like changed my total way of thinking because people that shopped at Tro, people that used to come in there, they don't come in there because it has like a labeling on it. They're coming in there because it's quality shit and it's gonna uphold over time. And these are rich, rich ass people. Like not even many people even like wear Etro or if you can afford Etro. Like a top is like $1,300, like, but it's 100% silk made in Italy, handmade. Like it, it's, it's, you're paying for quality and it also saw me too that because I was like around all these amazing fabrics, these amazing prints, I really got into thrifting and feeling, you know, etro fabrics all day. Like it, it, it kind of, um, uh, what do you call it? Kind of molded my mind and like gave me the eye to seek those items, similar items out at the thrift store, similar like fabric items at the thrift store, similar silhouette items at the thrift store. So that's when I feel like I really, really got big into thrifting because I couldn't afford Etro, obviously. So I'm just like, I, the closest thing that I can do to find a quality shit like this is at the thrift store. So yeah. And um, also people that would come in there was just so eclectic and just sold them in the way that they dressed and because the intro pieces are so like crazy kind of with like the paisley and all the prints and stuff I, I just will really observe how people would tie those types of prints in with their wardrobe um, and I'm just so inspired by people that are truly themselves with with anything that they do with with fashion with with the way they dress and that moves me and sparks like something inside of me that just makes me want to be my true self and not want to follow any trends yeah. awesome. <laughs> did that answer your question I, yeah that's, that's 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 perfect yeah i got into thrifting recently as well like i got really really into it like it just, it's, it's so much better than fast fashion and stuff Ooh, yes i can't handle fast fashion anymore it's mm -hmm. just... i like i told myself like four months ago i ain't gonna lie because i did buy a little zara t-shirt but i was like i'm never buying fast fashion ever again like i'm either gonna invest I want to thrift it. Exactly. I'm on the same boat as you, right? Like, yeah. again, like I bought one piece. I got like some shorts from Lululemon, but that, that's it. I've been thrifting or buying designer ever since. Yeah. And shit, you can thrift Lululemon at the thrift stores, technically. That's true. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You want to go over like your workout routine? Because like, obviously you're in great shape, like from your Instagram and from like, even from YouTube, you can tell you're in great shape. So do you, do you want to go Thank over that? You. So... 
at the beginning, no, like the second month of quarantine, well, actually, let me start from the beginning. This is crazy. So my whole life, I would say I've been this stature. It's just my, in my genetics, like my dad had this same type of body and he didn't work out. Like, honestly, it's just in my genetics. But over quarantine, I was still doing the same thing that I would do when I got home from work, which is like eat pizza, drink beer, you know, that type of thing. And I still thought that I didn't have to work out, but I'm getting older anyway. Pound started to come on. I was doing a video one day, like a skims video. So like my body was really show, showing. And I noticed like four rolls on my back and my heart dropped. Cause I'm like, oh my God, like I gotta get this off. Like I gotta get this way off. Like I'm just so used to being just thick thin. So that was just like, whoa, I gotta, gotta work out. So yeah, so like the second month of quarantine, I was going hard. I was working out like every day for like three weeks straight. And I was drinking liquor Monday through Friday. But since I've fallen off, um, so for these past like three months, like I really haven't like worked out. Again, it's just in my my genetics. And uh, I hate to say it, but like sometimes I don't eat till one o'clock too. Sometimes I don't eat till like four o'clock. So I mean, maybe that plays a part. But uh, otherwise when I do do a workout, routine or my workout routine it's workout videos at home and i sometimes link them down below on my videos too oh awesome might try one of those man honestly i, I need to switch it up a little bit yeah man yeah. what is your favorite workout routine or workout i do like a bodybuilding like powerlifting style because i don't know I just something i enjoy just lifting heavy and stuff but you do crossfit no i don't i just i, I do like like squat bench and deadlift mainly just like heavy lifting type stuff I enjoy that, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I tried CrossFit and that like killed me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so hard. I I did. I went to a box once, like a, a CrossFit box at university, and it was oh my god. Yeah, it's it a lot, good. dude. Yeah, you know, like first my mobility wasn't good, so I couldn't even do cleans and stuff. I was just like here struggling. Yeah. Oh man. I was like after the second round, I'm like, gotta go. I can't do it. Yeah. Right, backtracking a little bit. You were saying like you're kind of shy and like socially awkward as it were. Like has that like okay, like as a as a shyer person, like how did you find the drive to like get started on YouTube and like on and on Instagram as well? Because like yeah, so how, how did you find the drive to get started? Uh with my YouTube, um I was definitely really awkward in the beginning. You like definitely could see I was uncomfortable on camera. <laughs> Um, but with repetition, with practice, just like anything, like I got better at it. I became more comfortable on camera and I would say I am comfortable because I don't, I try not to think about it too hard. I try to just be myself, who I am with my family, with my, my boyfriend. I try to be that way on camera. And it's like easy for me now because I just try to for forget there's even the camera there. Like I'm just talking to my best friend almost. Like I say y'all a lot or y'all see that, whatever, whatever. But it's like literally like I'm talking to a friend. That's what I kind of try to look at it at. And again, mind over matter. So I, I by doing that, I don't psych myself out. And I I try not to be so hard on myself with um with like editing. I try to just make everything just like easygoing, just uh just that way because that's how um that's who I am. That's just me. And again, I want to be authentic. So, so that's, that's that. But with my Instagram, 
uh, I feel like I have just as of late, maybe like in the past, like two months, just really started taking that seriously because I didn't really have like any type of aesthetic or whatever. And I feel like I really don't still don't either. I just post things that I like and things that make me happy or make me smile just to make somebody else happy and make them smile. Um, but with that, with my Instagram, again, I just really started to stop thinking about what other people think and just really post my weird ass photos because <laughs> that's just what I feel like certain poses just come to me and I'm like dude I don't even know what I was thinking right there but like it hit and shit I just yeah. I, I just go whatever I like to my eye that's what I post on my Instagram and um yeah again if you rock with it you rock with it but if you don't you don't <laughs> yeah like with YouTube there's like this with like there's a lot of like greats on YouTube and fashion YouTube, right? And like, I know that I know you probably have like your like people you're inspired by, right? So how do you deal with like perfectionism? Because like, I think it's I, I think perfectionism is like the worst thing ever because it is I hate perfectionism. I hate it, man. It's the worst. Like, like whenever uh, I want to film or anything, like I don't even clean up my room. Like <laughs> I leave things how it is because that's what I like to see. I hate seeing things just so perfect because I feel like who the hell is like that? Unless you commit to that type of lifestyle every day, like you're that minimalist. What's that dude on YouTube? He uh, like the top yeah. minimalist dude, but he lived that's that fine. shit. Yeah, yeah, probably. But he lived that shit every day. You know, that is like actually his life, you know? And um, I feel like if you're not going to commit it to it fully, you just... Yeah, I, I really, um, yeah, I really hate things that are just so perfect because I don't feel like anyone can even reach perfectionism. Like it's, it's, it's impossible. And again, if you're not like you're living that full minimalist, minimalist lifestyle, then you're fronting. Like you're not being true to yourself. Like yeah. I feel like it's very important to show you, show show yourself in your essence and show yourself. Um, in your everyday when you are like a social influencer or something like that because especially with like young kids like looking up to these influencers and these like youtubers and feeling like they have to uh keep up with these unrealistic lifestyles or um ways of dressing or having things like no i want to be as transparent as possible i feel like it's not enough transparency um with influencing and uh youtubing so it's important to me to be transparent and uh yeah just be as real as possible but i feel like i'm gonna stop cursing so much on my, on my youtube i said that before but i'm just like i, I don't yeah, i feel like little kids may watch me and i don't want them being like ah, you know i want little kids to watch me because little kids are cool that's like that's what I like most like the most about your channel it's very raw and it's very like real right like everyone everyone else like is I don't want to name any names but they have like a perfect life as it were but yours is very raw yeah. and I really like that. thank you yeah I won't name them either but we know who they are you know yeah we know we're on the same <laughs> like we know do you have any mentors like whose like mindset or like lifestyle like approach to like business and stuff that you admire and like traits that you like from them that you would like to emulate or are working towards em emulating in your life? I can't think of a person living, mm -hmm. but again, my dad, you'll see that I, I always go back to him because he was just such so impactful on my life and who I am as a person. And he, uh, he just really brought me up in this really brush it off your shoulder type of men way or have that type of mentality about about things and um 
Yeah, I feel like with life and the struggles and shit and the ups and downs, like he he just really prepared me to, I guess when you, back to that question that you asked me, I guess he gave me that that first intro into that way of thinking, like not giving a, giving a fuck about what people think or uh, just doing you regardless. Like I remember one time <laughs> my friend came over and my, we had a cookout and my friend, um, she didn't put potato salad on her plate. And then I didn't put potato salad on my plate. And my dad was like, no, go put potato salad on your plate because I know you eat it all the time. And in that, in that day, like time, at that time, like that was a lesson that, that moved me so much even today in my life. Like, I'm just like, I'm never going to follow what anyone else is doing. I'm just going to do, do what I do and be, go to the beat of my drum. That's, that's so important to me. It's so interesting. Like your dad probably said that and he's like, oh, it's just a small thing, but it's something yeah. that's happened to you all this time. It, the, the human brain is just so interesting in that way. Like, <laughs> I, I love stories like that, honestly. Yeah, but I don't I don't think I, I really um, look up to anyone. I, I, I mean, I'm inspired all the time and I like, I like love creative people. I love people in general, but again, I, I'm also really true to myself and I want to live my life. I live my life. I don't want to emulate anyone else's because that's them. Um, but I don't have, I wish I had a mentor. Like I wish I had somebody like that, but I don't. Honestly, like having yourself as a mentor, like I'm sure like you have an ideal of yourself and you're just constantly reaching towards that counts as a mentor as well. Like that's, yeah. that's something I'm trying. Life to- is a mentor. Absolutely. <laughs> life is your teacher, man. Honestly. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Life's the teacher, dude. Yeah. Life's everything. Mm-hmm. Where are you recording from? I'm I mean, from Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. Have you no, I used to work for a Canadian brand though. Oh, nice. Which brand? Do you, do you feel comfortable um, with them? I want Apothecary. Oh, like, yeah, I think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I used to work there. That's dope. Yeah. I want to go to Canada. I heard it's like a clean New York. <sighs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was in New York last summer for like 24 hours, but it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all the questions I have. All right, yo, thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks yeah. for having me. This was great. Awesome. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, YouTube, Sierra Parker, or you can just type in my Instagram handle, which is O-N-E-C-I-C-I-E-R-A, one C-C era. Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube with that name and also Instagram, obviously. Awesome. That's going to be linked in the show notes as well. Cool. All right. Take care. Peace.